Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In with Megan Myers and Steffi Predmore. This week, we're chatting about numerology and mediums. Stay tuned. Do you love listening to I'd Rather Stay In and want to support the podcast? Well, now you can. Visit our website or the link in our Instagram profile and click buy me a coffee or visit buymeacoffee.com slash podcast. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can help us cover the costs of creating this podcast. There are no monthly memberships, and you can support us at whatever level you like, whenever you like. Whether you buy us one coffee, many coffees, or simply continue listening as always, we're so grateful for your support. Hi, Megan. Hello. I would like to yell about some things. Please. Uh, I actually, well, I mean, we could yell for a whole episode about a lot of things. Everything happening in our country right now. But uh, mostly I would like to yell about the fact that I have ants in my house and it's fucking annoying. Are they the little tiny ants? Thankfully they are tiny oh, ants. Those are easy to get rid of, luckily. Yeah, and we think we know like where they are outside based on where they're coming in. Because they're like coming in through one of the kitchen windows. And then I went into the bathroom and they were also in the shower. And I was mm. like fuck these tiny ants <laughs> so my husband has been on an ant trap project this morning um the tarot traps are tops i don't know what he got i said hi he literally got up this morning because i had already been up and been working and i said hi we have ants and he goes he like grunted he's like oh, <laughs> okay i'll get some ant traps and then he like came upstairs and he had like googled how to do like a homemade one and so he like dicked around with that for a minute and then after he like set those out and he's like okay i'm all, i'm going to ace i'm like i'm not i'm not sure why <laughs> okay and then he came back <laughs> with various things <laughs> so i was like i you know what this is this i i don't care this is a good project as long as the ants go the fuck away goodbye although i i will say we don't usually have ant problems in our house. Like one of my friends constantly has ants in her house. Mm-hmm. She'll get rid of them in her kitchen. And then like a week later, they'll pop up like across the house in her bathroom. Yeah. It's just like, are you kidding me? Weirdly, we used to get ants at our old house a lot. And when I say old house, I mean the brand new house that we built from the ground <laughs> up. Um and which makes no sense to me that that would be the kind of house that would have right. ants. Um, but I will say that the tarot traps that are like liquid bait are great. Excellent. They work wonderfully because they form a disgusting long line to get the bait, but then they take it back to their nest. Oh yeah, I think and that they must eat be, it and die. Yeah, I think that that's what he must have gotten because he was like, yeah, the smarter ones will like then go back to their nest and then they all like die yeah. together. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, whatevs. <laughs> <laughs> whatevs, as long as they're not a thing that our animals or our child can get into, that's fine. I don't Yeah, care. you just have to put them in like the right place so yeah. your pets don't bother them. Yes. But we never had a problem with it, so. Yeah, I mean, Cora is an asshole. Like this morning, oh my God, I woke up at like 3 a.m. this morning that was redundant. I woke up at 3 a.m. today and laid there for like an hour staring at the ceiling. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to just, because I don't want to wake Alex up. I'll go downstairs. 
turn on Netflix, watch some Jane the Virgin, hopefully fall back asleep. And every time I would like drift back off to sleep, Cora would come like bonk me on the head. <laughs> I was like, I hate you. You are such an asshole. You're on the couch. Why aren't you paying attention to me? She's, literally. I was like, I just get under the cover, lay down. And then she would not settle. And then she'd just like <laughs> yell at me. She had food. She had, I was like, I, I, I hate you i should have locked you in the guest room before i came down here you asshole so animals are amazing they're the best <laughs> they're just the best <laughs> like why can't you just always be sweet why do you have to like wake me up in the more in stupid times bonking me on the noggin that is not cool <laughs> your mother be nice to your mother <laughs> she's probably like hey ma hey ma hey hey we have ants <laughs> Did you hear it? Did you see? Did you see? Did you see? We have ants. <laughs> I don't uh, want you to know. What, what's new with you? What would you like to yell about? Uh, I mean, so many things. So many so things. So many things. I will uh, just talk about my pet for a minute. Um, I don't necessarily want to yell about her, but she is kind of a doofus. <laughs> and she scratched open something on her head a couple weeks ago now, and it won't heal because she keeps scratching open this dog y'all she is bleeding all the time she just random injuries yeah and they are random they're like things that normal no normal dog even my dumb dogs have never done these things i'm like mystery how you should go like a month and be fine and then the next month she's like look I popped a zit on my head, or my paws bleeding, or my tail's bleeding. She has not made her tail bleed. I have. I'm very familiar with dogs that have made their tails bleed. Mm -hmm. She has not done that. Yeah, that's a hard one to wrap to. Yeah, Um, yeah. I don't. I feel like it was a bug bite or something. She she got this bump on her head, and then she scratched the bump open, and now it won't heal. And she did such a good job. Over the past week, she left it alone, probably because last week I tried to wrap her head, <laughs> like she... old-timey toothache style. Yes, that's what it reminded me of. And uh, it it doesn't really stay on, but she felt so sad about it that <laughs> I think that's why she left her head alone, but then she scratched it this morning. Not all the way off, but a little bit. And I was like, oh, but that scab was like... We were, we were doing so good. We were doing so good. Ugh. And there's nothing we can really do about it either because... You can't put a band-aid no. on a dog's head. No. And my husband's like, well, you should take it to the vet and see what they say. I'm like, what are they going to do? So they can They're charge say, me a hundred bucks to be like, there's nothing we can do here? Wrap it in some stuff and do... Like, I could I could maybe spray some stuff on it, but like, I, I don't even know. There's nothing I can really do. I could put a cone on her head. But that won't help it heal faster either. And then she's just sad. And my dog, when she puts gets a cone <laughs> on her head, will not move. It immediately immobilizes. She's a statue. And she will sit there. Even if she's tired and falling asleep, <laughs> she will just sit there until she basically falls over. <laughs> because she thinks, even if it's a soft cone, she has a soft, flexible one, she thinks that she is dying. <laughs> it's extremely traumatic. <laughs> it is the most pathetic thing I've ever seen in my life. So. <sighs> yeah. God bless yeah. them. Pets. They're the best. I love them. They're excellent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're talking about some, like, kind of woo-woo stuff today. Just 
going to kind of ramble. Yeah. I mean, as we do. I, I feel like those are sometimes some of the best ones. Some of the best. <laughs> we'll just see where this goes, y'all. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I went to a medium last week, and then you this week were like, have you ever looked into numerology? <laughs> so As you do. As you do when you're Megan. These are our normal questions. That well, we and I said to you... Well, you could talk about that, and I can talk about going to the medium. And you're like, well, I don't really know anything about it. I was like, yeah, right now, but in the next 24 hours, you will have rabbit hold and learned more than I could learn in a full week. I will say I still don't really know that much about it because I only started looking stuff up this morning. (laughs) (laughs) So, really surface level here. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Uh, where where do you, would you like to start, Megan? Oh, I mean, either or, I guess. We could talk about numerology sure, a little sure. bit. Tell, tell me uh, about numerology. So if you don't know what numerology is, it is like astrology, but with numbers. Wow. And <laughs> Deep. Well, basically, each, each number means something different. And your birthday means something, and your birth year combined with the current year or not birth year the birthday combined with the current year means something and then your name means something because each letter also corresponds to a number it's a lot it's kind of complicated it is kind of complicated and you're supposed to add up all your numbers like in your name and then you get a number and you're supposed to have basically one digit even though sometimes there are two digits so the reason why I fell into looking at this this week is because my friend posted a thing about it and apparently May 2022 is like a really big number in numerology because it's the universal number 11, I believe they said, which makes no sense because normally you would add the numbers together, but apparently with 11, you don't add them because 11 is just like a really important number. It, what, did, what didn't it say? Like 11, 22, and 33 are like the only double digit numbers yeah. or something? Yeah. Um, something about like universal, I don't know. It's very confusing. It it's is, like a lot of things happening. It, <laughs> it's like when you look at astrology and you're like, oh, my sun sign is Taurus. And then you're like, but no. You also have a rising sign. You yes. also have like where your moon is at. You also have like 16 All other things. things. Yes. Yeah. So that's what kind of happens with numerology, except numerology also depends on like the day or the month or like this month right now. But this month apparently is like this whole big month. The The post that you sent says May 2022 is a universal 11 month in numerology. It's the first Number 11 is the first master number, and it represents the master teacher who illuminates. Mm-hmm. Repeating ones signify new beginnings and remind you to listen to your intuition. Quick changes are possible with the inspiration of this month's energy. You'll need to be decisive, yet remain patient. Tune into your creative and intuitive nature this month. Express yourself authentically on the soul level, and you will be rewarded. Yeah. So, there's a lot there. And then... There's also, like, you have your own prediction for the month based on the day that you were born. So, like, my birthday, when this episode comes out, actually, will be tomorrow, um, the 11th. And so, my birth number is 2, 
because one plus one equals two, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's weird because people, people who are ruled by birth number two are people born on the second, the eleventh, the twenty-first, and the twenty-ninth. So that doesn't quite line up necessarily with the way I was thinking with when you add the numbers. Because yeah. like the twenty-first would be three, and it, so I don't know. I'm just listening to what the other people who apparently know more than me, who definitely know more than me, say. (laughs) Supposedly they haven't made this up. Right. So I will read uh, this first. Uh, Number two is ruled by the moon. The moon is a fast-moving planet. These people have mood swings, which is why they're more prone to stress and tension. (laughs) These individuals have a cooperative nature and with a diplomatic mind. They believe in forgiveness and patience. People governed by number two have creative talents. They are fond of art, music, and dance. These individuals are friendly with everyone and peaceful. They might not be good leaders, but they are excellent followers. That's like half true, I feel like. And you're the 20... I'm the 28th. So you are ruled by number one. And it's... It doesn't have like a lot of detail for whatever reason for number one. Just says you're governed by the sun. Does that mean I'm fiery? It doesn't say even. I mean that it would says, kind of though, track. This month will be good for business. You will get new opportunities and your business will grow. Oh, okay. People in jobs will get support from your seniors and you will feel relaxed in your workplace. I mean, I do. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing is that so I was saying that each person has their own number. Because there's a, like a life path number for your entire birthday. Life date. path number, yes. So you add the five and the one and the one and then the one and the nine and the eight and the zero and then it comes all together and you make get a number. And so my life path number is seven. Oh. And it says, people born with a life path seven are eternal students of the universe. They are introspective individuals with an unquenchable thirst for knowledge, and they enjoy looking into the inner workings of things. Someone with this life path is a true thinker who lets their mind lead the way. Pretty much from the moment of birth, (laughs) they are able to skillfully combine the exacting side of their brain with their divine intuitive side to learn about, process, and make sense of life itself. The seven life paths in numerology is smart in a knowledgeable way, yet wise in a spiritual way. People with this life path number enjoy getting book smarts, but they are also more connected to their higher self than most and have great access to this inner wisdom. While they are spiritual creatures, though, life path seven people don't tend to be the religious type. Shut the fuck up. Strict doctrines that don't make room for new information are a turnoff to these inquisitive folk. <laughs> <clears throat> Similar to the hermit in a tarot deck, People born with life path number seven often go it alone. They like the freedom of not having to explain themselves and to enjoy the control and possibility of solitude. Their social circle tends to be a small one made up of people with like-minded interests. They may, may accom- They may come across to the world as a bit awkward in groups or when meeting new people. Romantically, people with this life path may find it hard to connect on an emotional level with others. They love the part of getting to know someone, asking questions, and exchanging answers, but often lack the interest or ability to build a heartfelt bond. (laughs) 
Professions that require research and problem-solving skills are perfect for those with a life path seven. If given a quiet space to think and work, they'll dive deeper than anyone into a problem and come out with the most valuable and viable situation. Their analytical powers are off the charts and these skills make them an asset to any project or team. Um, so, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> if any of you have listened to this podcast for more than 32 seconds, <laughs> they basically just spied on Megan and then attacked. wrote about her. <laughs> like, I know a lot of people, when they talk about astrono- astrology and probably numerology and the Enneagram. They're like, oh, it's just generalization. I'm like, but you don't understand like how exactly (laughs) all of these things. It is really funny. Because like for you in particular, like you are so much a Taurus and you are so much this life path number seven. Like it's almost spooky how exact you are for those things. Mm -hmm. Um, My life path number is two apparently and sort of similar to my uh astrological signs like some of it is like pretty accurate and Mm -hmm. some of it i'm like "Mm." so it says people that were born with a two life path are blessed with beautiful hearts that they use to bring beautiful relationships into their lives from romantic and business partnerships to family and friendships, these bonds are the most valuable thing in life to a person with a life path, too. They thrive in being part of a team and will do everything in their power to make it a happy, easy, and successful union. They are incredibly giving and do well at creating long-lasting connections with others. Every action and decision of a person with a life path number two is geared at creating a harmonious existence. From the professional path they choose to who they surround themselves with to their spiritual pursuits, it's all driven by a desire for peace. To this end, however... Two people can be so passive that they miss out on their full potential. Whether this means staying silent about things that upset them or not asking for a raise or promotion to avoid rocking the boat, people with this life path can suffer from never putting their needs first. The subconscious mind is extremely powerful for a person born with a two life path. They may often just know things about people they meet or be able to sense the undercurrent of a situation before it reveals itself. This level of intuition allows people with a number life path with a number life path two to get in front of problems and address them before they start to throw things off balance. In relationships, the ability to sense what another person is thinking or feeling gives these people an understanding, compassionate quality that makes others feel nurtured. I think I was just born maybe on the wrong day. I mean, I think that's partially true. Like, some of it is true. So Similar to, like, again, like, similar to my astrological signs, like, pieces of it are true. And then mm-hmm. pieces of it I'm, like, passive. Not going... To rock the boat. We'll stay silent <laughs> about things that upset them. Love being part of a team. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> well, there's also your birthday number, which is just the day. Oh, sure. Because, I mean... It's so like November 28th. Just the 28th. Oh, just the 28th. Not even November. Okay. And it says... In an effort to accomplish great things, you recognize the value of working with others. You make a capable and compassionate leader who can bring people together and drive the team toward achievement. Which is true. Yeah. So, So, I guess it's just like pieces of it. Yeah. I don't know. Born on the 11th says... 
You have a keen awareness of what's happening around you. A strong intuition is your gift and will help you understand the unspoken feelings, thoughts, and fears of others. This insight allows you to be a great guide and supporter. You are a very intuitive person. But also there was another thing that I was reading on one of these pages that was basically like, you have boundless energy and excitement for things. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> I don't I do think not that's have just boundless being excitement old, for I think. things. I just don't. <laughs> I like sleep. <laughs> I mean, bed. you do have boundless excitement for the things that you have like a passion for. Yes, that is true. But if you're not interested in the thing... That I, can just that I care. Off. I care less than zero percent. Fuck all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting. Um, just like with anything, like you just take like bits of it, right, and apply it to your life. I think right. take what works and leave the rest. Unless it's the enneagram, in which case we're going to tell you you should take all of it. But that's just us. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, poster child for enneagram one and poster child for enneagram five. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Totally fine. But also, like, the Enneagram, I feel like, is just different because it's not, like, a determined, like... Like, this is so based on, like, because when you were born, it determines all right, these things. Right. Versus, like, the Enneagram, like, there's so many things that can go... Which is, like, really why you're not supposed to type kids in the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. Like, you're supposed to be older before you really start, like, typing because they come into their personalities and like your personalities develop because of so many different things. Right. Um, and also like, I mean, even though your Enneagram, like your core Enneagram number doesn't change, like the, I, the, the goal is that you, you know, eventually take on the positive aspects of all of the different numbers. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to reach like the most enlightened state. Right. (laughs) So for me, like that makes more sense because it's not like a static, like, well, you were born on this day. So now you are, a passive person who loves group activities. Right. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's not to be like astrology and numerology are fake, but I just, I have a harder time with that sort of like, it feels more predestination than like you having the ability to yeah. ultimately decide whether you want to grow into a better person or not. I think that, for any of them, it's also all in how you interpret it because, I mean, I see plenty of memes on Instagram where people are like, if you are a Taurus or you're a five or whatever, this is your, like your Starbucks drink or your, oh, yeah, yeah, your yeah. holiday dish that you like and people just assign random shit to them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't think they actually think about them. They just totally pick at random. Yes. And I'm just always like, not what a Taurus would pick. <laughs> you are wrong. Incorrect. <laughs> yeah, agreed with that. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about your medium experience. Uh, yeah. So continuing deeper into the land of the boo boo. <laughs> um, yeah. So I went last Friday with my in-laws. So. Um, They've been a couple times to this medium. She's like down in Southern Illinois. Oh, it's a re- it was a repeat visit. Yes, okay. but when you so when you book, she only has she has your first name and then she has your phone number, I think, and that's like it. And you pay in cash. So she like I mean I suppose she could get online and like search your phone number, but mm-hmm. like I don't know. Honestly, it sounds like 
probably more work than any normal person. That doesn't. Do. I will say, as someone who reverse looks up random phone numbers, um, <laughs> I like to know who calls me. Okay. Uh, so it doesn't work as well as it used to. Like a lot of times now, yeah. it's just like you'll get a hit and it'll just be business at blah blah blah. Right. Well, or also I think you like have if, to pay to get access or whatever. I also think like depending like if you're like Alex and I are on like our father-in-law's like business mm-hmm. plan. So I think technically if maybe you were to look up our phone, like it would come up with like his name maybe. I don't know. Anyway, it's a whole thing. So anyway, so she just says your first name and then your phone number and then you pay in cash. So she doesn't know your last name. She doesn't know like where you live, any of that stuff. Um, so they've been there before. Um, but then this was, this was my first time. So, uh, my mother-in-law shares a birthday with you, which is extremely convenient for me. So he scheduled this as like a early birthday present for her. Mm-hmm. And then it was, um, my in-laws, myself, um, our sister-in-law and then my husband's, uh, cousin. And so, Jeff and Carol have been to this gal twice before, but the last time they went was, I want to say it was either the, it was either the fall of 2018 or 20, I think it might've been the fall of 2019. Um, it was after my mom died because my mom has come through for like Carol before. Um, but it's been, so it's been a few years since they've been. So, um, Jeff really wanted to take Jackie, my sister-in-law, and me because we have a lot of trauma and death. So um, he wanted us to go. Um, but yeah, we like went in and like she's just this little like farm wife that lives out in the boonies in like southern Illinois. And she has like a little, um, it's like it's at her house, but it's not in her house. She has like a little... Uh, sort of a she shed kind of building that <laughs> yeah. she uses. Um, and yeah, she has this little like octagonal table and you just sit there and like she was, um, she kind of ex- explained um, for the three of us that hadn't been before like who she is and you know, that she's seen like spirits and stuff since she was a kid. And like she was talking about how she was the like in elementary school be like taking a test and there would just be like a spirit chilling next to her and her I guess on her report card in like second grade her teacher was said something about like yeah Patty is often distracted in class and she's like yeah because I see ghosts like of course I'm distracted I've got dead people like chilling next to me like what is happening um and it was but it was kind of funny because like she's you know kind of giving us her little like prologue and then she kind of stops and she was like oh yep they're already coming in it's like they were like the spirits were like starting to like kind of show up and like queue up I guess um and yeah I don't know it was interesting um because I went in like mm, I don't want to say that I was a full-on skeptic because I very much believe that there is a spiritual realm that we can't like wrap our minds around Mm -hmm. um and so like I I fully believe that like our loved ones could communicate with us um but it's but you're also like okay but is this like the person that can do it right um 
and and so often I think like mediums just say like super generic things where you're like they're like you miss this person you're like yeah no shit like I don't know whatever <laughs> um like did you have a grandparent that died and you're like 65 years old like of course your grandparents are dead like what well, I don't know whatever yeah um but um it was interesting like so um like Jeff's grandfather came through first and he was I guess like sort of holding the door open for everybody else he was sort of being the like chairman of the board of the day I guess and then um Jackie had a few people come through um and it it was interesting because and like I'm not gonna obviously share like about her stuff because that's personal to her but like there was definitely a couple of things where the medium would like mention something like pretty like not common and Jackie would be like oh my god yes Mm -hmm. like one of her one of the people that came through for her died fairly young um and the medium was like and like we knew that like this person had been sick but Jackie didn't say like how like what illness or whatever she'd had and um the medium was like, she keeps showing me her hands. Like, she's really proud of her hands. And then Jackie, like, burst into tears. She's like, oh, like, she was always, had really beautiful hands. And then she got sick. And, like, they were um, sort of like a rheumatoid arthritis kind of situation mm-hmm. where they get really, like... Um, claw-like. Like, claw-like and stuff. And she was, I guess, really, like, embarrassed about that at, mm-hmm. towards the end of her life. But that's, like, not necessarily... I was like, that's not necessarily, like, a super common thing to mm-hmm. just be like, she's showing me her hands. That's going to mean something to you. So, like, that was – I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Um, so there's, like, a few things like that where I was like, oh, it's like that, – that's not, like, a, just a super generic common thing to say and be like, yes, that's going to resonate. Um, and then – so then she turned to me and <laughs> – first, my mom did not come through for me first. This apparently – we have a very kind grandmotherly spirit that lives in our house, according to this medium. Okay. And because she was like, she was like, did, do you have a grandmother that like didn't, like English wasn't her first language? I was like, no. And she was like, do you live in a really old house? I was like, yeah. And she was like asking me things about the house and like, who lives there? Like, I think she was trying to figure out like, did I, was there somebody besides like my husband and daughter and I that live in our house? And I was like, no, it's just us. She was like, I was like, are you about to tell me my house is haunted? And she was like, I mean, not exactly. <laughs> I was like, she's like this, she's like, this spirit is really connected to your house, but she's like very protective of you. And so she was like, she's like, she has a very long, like it's her English is not her first language. She was like, possibly one of the builders of the house like look into it her name is like really long and complicated but she shortened it and went by like betty or something like that so we're just calling her like grandma betty she's like and she's like very protective of you and like watches over you and it's very kindly and if you don't want her to like appear and freak you out just say no thank you grandma betty i was like okay i mean i feel like that kind of thing though is like super generic and like she could just be like I know. I well, like, I, I feel to, like, like that was more fishing, where I was just like, "Oh, there's a really old lady in your life, isn't there?" Like, right? And I'm like, "No." And I'm like, mm. "So like, I cheap. thought that was." And I, I was like, know. "That's weird." Like, I don't know. I and we haven't looked at like the house records or whatever to be like, well, especially because like if she knows, like I know she doesn't like 
necessarily know anything about you, but she knows that, like, you live in Illinois. Like, there's a lot of old houses right. in Illinois. Like, right. I don't know. Or, like, even if you live in a new house, there could have been something there before. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like, okay, Grandma Betty. Um, and then, so then my mom came through, and um, there was a couple things that, I mean, there was definitely, she definitely, there was some, like, kind of more generic things that she was saying although the minute she said your mom I just like burst into tears so whatever Mm -hmm. I just cried for like a solid 40 minutes straight um Mm -hmm. and the weirdest thing though was like she like she was talking and she goes who just bought the like sand timer hourglass two weeks ago I was like at Ikea with my friend Megan <laughs> and we both bought uh, hourglasses and I just like sits on my desk like in front of my computer hmm. but that that was she was like oh yeah she was there like she saw you buy that and she's like there with you that day or whatever and it was a really fun day or whatever and I was like so that did seem like a really strange thing to just say out of nowhere. Yeah. Cause like who is 30 years old and buys an hourglass for shits and gigs <laughs> besides us. Um, so I, that was the one I was like, she didn't fucking know that I just bought an hourglass. It's like a weird. Yeah. That's like really specific. It was very specific. It's not like, did you just go grocery shopping? <laughs> did you buy a pair of new shoes? I'm seeing bananas. Ah, it looks what like a, mean to you? a new swimsuit. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It was very, I was very specific. Um, and then, so I think I've talked on here before. My mom's best friend, Sheila. Hi, Sheila. Um, she, um, my mom visits her in her dreams all the time. Mm-hmm. And like, and, and, and it is like, it's not just like she dreams about my mom. Like my mom is visiting her. Like my mom is dead. She's visiting Sheila. Sheila talks to her. She asks her questions, like whatever. And like she's told me about like about this a lot. And there was a couple times where like the medium said things almost word for word that Sheila has told me from her dreams of my mom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and like one of them <laughs> was um, so recently. She- Sheila called and she was like telling me about this dream that she had and then she was like oh like this and this was like a week and a half ago we had this conversation and she was like oh yeah and I keep forgetting to tell you I have this recurring dream where your mom and I and a couple of our sorority girl sorority sisters are back at school and like we're visiting the fine muse and like we're we're not as old as we are now, but we are older than, you know, when we were in school and we always make your mom be the designated driver because dead people can't get drunk. And at one point when, and this was not when she was talking about my mom, but when she was talking about one of Jackie's people, she was talking about like, oh, he just cracked open a beer. And then she was like, she's like, they often will like enjoy whatever they enjoyed on earth. And she's like, cause dead people can't get drunk. And I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, that's not a normal thing to say. <laughs> so like, I don't know. There was a couple things like that where I was like, Oh, that is like, this is either like word for word things. Sheila has said, like from my mom visiting her or, um, 
like super super similar um so that was really in- that was kind of interesting um and it's one of those things i was talking to my therapist about this yesterday i was like because she was like how like she was very much like you know like how do you, how do you feel like mm-hmm. and i was like well i was like that day i was just so emotionally drained like super emotionally i mean i cried for like 40 minutes straight but then just i was so just drained um and then the next day, like, I definitely felt better, but I was still, like, kind of bouncing back. Um, and I was like, I was like, I definitely feel good. Like, there was just stuff that she said, like, I just think I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. And so, like, part of me is like, I don't know if it was fully real, but also there were things about it that did feel like my mom very much. Yeah. Or, like, specific things. Um like she brought up, she brought up like, or like we're validating, um, of like, she brought up like, it's okay to be angry. And like, she brought up some other things that were like very specific. And I was like, okay. Um, so there was like a couple like really specific things where I was like, I don't know. It's one of those things where like, is it a placebo thing? Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I do feel there were just things where I was like, she does see me and she does, she is, she does visit me and she is watching us and she sees Eden and she, you know, said that Eden will know her and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And like, yes, that could just be generic, whatever. Yeah. But it also, I don't know, it felt good to hear those things. And I don't know. Also, and also just like, the similarities between that and some of the stuff that like Sheila has said from her dreams also sort of validated like Sheila's dreams for me mm-hmm. um, of like, yes, she is like talking to my mom and my mom is visiting her. I don't know why the bitch doesn't come visit me. <laughs> Just kidding, mama. I love you. Um, but also please come visit me. Um, so I don't know. It was, it was really, it was a very uh, odd experience, but yeah. it was, I mean, it certainly wasn't a bad one. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It was interesting. I think, I feel like you bring, like, that's a lot, so many good points about it in general, I think, that you bring up with that, where it's not just the, like, like, I think it's interesting that you are at, you're both, like, I, I believe in what happened, but also, like, in a way I don't kind of thing. Right. Because I think when you... Not necessarily, like, you kind of went just because, like, you thought it was interesting and right. your mother and that was going anyway and part of that. So it wasn't necessarily that you went into it purposefully seeking answers or anything like that, right. where a lot of people do, I think. Right. Um, but I do think anyone who goes to a medium for whatever reason that they think on the surface, like... Right you're always kind of, like, looking for something. Yes. So, on the one hand, like, whatever she was saying, whether or not it was very specific to you, like, I think people automatically associate extra meaning to it because they want want that meaning. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's part of the reason why when people, when mediums are like, oh, yeah, I, I see a man... With dark hair. And people are like, my father, who I haven't spoken to in years. Like, because they want, like, that connection. Yes. 
So. Well, and it's funny because, like, at first she was like, there's, like, a grandfatherly figure. Mm, there's a J initial. And, like, I was like, that is my, if that is Jim poor, my grandpa coming through, no thank you. So I, like, <laughs> didn't say anything. So I was like, grandpa, I'm not interested in talking to you at this particular moment in my life. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like, didn't say anything. Yeah, and I don't know, uh, oh, one of the other things she said about my mom, she was like, she says she changes her hair a lot, and like my, and I was like, oh, she hated her hair, mm. like she had, my mom had really curly hair, and she never knew what to do with it, she always used to say, oh, well, you know, in heaven, you're perfect, so I'll have straight hair, I'll have great hair, mm-hmm. and so, like, that was kind of funny, that she was like, she changes her, she changes her hair a lot, and I was like, oh, well. She pro- if she had the ability, she probably would. She never could. Mm-hmm. Like she just always was like had this very curly hair. She didn't know what to do with, and so she was stuck with like very specific hairstyles that she sometimes liked, but mostly was sort of ambivalent about. So I was like, hmm, oh, maybe she is up there just being like, oh, look at me, good change my hair. <laughs> like I don't know. So you know, it's sort of a nice thing to think about a mm-hmm. little bit. You know, just like for Jackie to think about her loved one, like being healed and like her hands being healed and being yeah. around her hands again. Like that was super, super comforting, comforting for her. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it gave her definitely, I know that gave her a sense of peace. So I don't know. It was, it was interesting. Yeah. I don't think for the most part, I don't think it is harmful. Yeah. So I think it's, I don't know that I would ever go myself. Yeah. Well, it's but interesting I it's too. Really interesting. I was, I was like talking to, I was, again, I was talking to my therapist about it yesterday and, uh, like one of the things, and I actually didn't even tell, I didn't even tell my therapist this, but like one of the things that the medium brought up was like, uh, my mom was saying like, you know, keep my memories alive, like, you know, write down your memories and, um, of me and, you know, whatnot. And then my therapist was like basically saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was like, Oh, you also, you mentioned like you restarted your food blog. Like, tell me about that. And I was saying, and then I was like, Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, and I've kind of like, I'm really focusing on like the memories we make around food and our family recipes. And she was like, and Genesis just looks at me. She goes, I'm sorry. Are you about to tell me that this is all a coincidence? And I was like, <laughs> okay. Point taken, Genesis. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Like, again, there's a there's a level of, like, I, I de- like, again, like, I believe there's a spiritual realm. I believe, like, this is why I have a really hard, like, I can't, I, can't, I do have a hard time with, like, ghosty things. Because I definitely believe, mm-hmm. like, there's a spiritual realm. And, like, it only makes sense that they could communicate with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... I also know that, like, there's a lot of people out there who are grifters, <laughs> so... Right. You know, I, I don't know. Right. Take what... Again, sort of, like, with what we were just saying, like, take what works and leave the rest. Like... Yeah. Did this bring me a sense of peace? Yeah. I think so. hmm Do I totally know what to do with it yet? No, but I don't know that I need to know immediately. Right. Um... Because my therapist was that she was like, you know, what do you feel like you're going to do with this? And I was like, I don't know yet. She goes, that's okay. Mm-hmm. She was like, there's not like a timeline on it. I mean, we can sit with it and just like marinate on it for a while. So, 
Yeah, that was my experience of going to the medium. <laughs> so. Now you're going to become a medium addict and you're going to go all the time. I'm going to travel the country. <laughs> I'm going to compare my experiences at the medium. I need answers. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It was, uh, it was interesting. Cool. Of course, then the, then the medium's talking about, like, yeah, when I see yada, 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 and then you're like, are you just unstable? Or do you? <laughs> I don't know. It was really interesting. Uh, the other thing I thought was really interesting about her is that she is a Christian. And, like, she still, like, goes to church. And she was um, a preacher's kid or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. and that was, and, she, like, she grew up, um, part of her family is Catholic. And then the other part of her family was uh, the, actually the same church that I grew up in. Not the exact same building. Like, same. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, church umbrella that I grew up in. And I thought that was really interesting because um, in the Pentecostal church, like, mediums are, like, a no-no. Mm-hmm. And so it was interesting to me how she kind of married the two things. Like, she, and she wasn't, like, pushy, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it did look a little bit like Hobby Lobby had thrown up all over her she shed. <laughs> um, but she certainly wasn't, like, pushy about her face. She was very much like, you know, you know, again, like, this is how I talk about it. And this is how I make sense of a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. It may not be how you think of them or make sense of them. Um, but that was, it was interesting to me that she has found this like space sort of of both and yeah. space yeah. of like how it is a, a, an act of faith and, you know, spiritual thing for her, even though in a lot of ways it, could be seen as like, oh no, recording right. with the devil, speaking right. to dead people. Yeah. Although you would think that that would be a good thing. Well, you know, and like I, my therapist is, she's a Christian and um, similar to the medium. She, she, you know, she's, if you are a person of faith and she will kind of bring that into some of the conversations that you have in therapy. And if not, then she's certainly not pushy about it. But she knows that I, you know, have deconstructed, but that I still you know, believe in a lot of things. Um, and she was like, you know, I think that like God has, you know, the spirit, um, however you want to think of God, um, knows what we need. Mm -hmm. And so why wouldn't he, she, they (laughs) allow us to have this experience if it's healing to us and it brings peace to us. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that makes total sense. So I thought that was also an interesting way that she looked at that. Yeah. Like, yeah, if, if this is, if God is who we believe he, she, they to be, <laughs> I am constantly evolving my thoughts of God and really think God is non-binary. But anyway, there's a whole nother rabbit hole um, that, and they, you know, if we believe that, oh, okay, we get the, you know, the desires of our heart, like we need they know we need something mm-hmm. to feel at peace, to heal, to be able to move forward in our lives. Why wouldn't we be allowed to have that experience to hear, hear from our loved ones, to hear that they're okay, to hear that they're with us and they see us. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. Just the woo woo for today. <laughs> <laughs> Next week we'll talk about why birds aren't real. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. We are not talking about that. We're not talking about that, <laughs> even though that is apparently a real conspiracy, and we still don't understand why. 
It just seems like so much work. To make birds not real? Yes. It would be a lot of work. Like, fake birds. Why? Also, there would have to be so many people working on this birds not real situation where you'd have to end up knowing somebody who really, like, your job is really helping keep people from knowing the birds aren't real. But also, like, they're, like, robotic spy birds, right? This is the... They're like 5G birds, I Right, think. okay, so like, this is new technology. <laughs> and birds have existed. Dinosaurs were basically just birds. Were birds or dinosaurs? They're one and the same. You can't ask questions. And so, like, did at one point, they just, in the middle of the night when no one is looking, just murder all of the real birds and then replace them with these robot birds? I think maybe that's what they're saying, is that r- birds aren't real because all of the actual birds are Been dead replaced. and now they're all robots, like in Westworld. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. now we've so got off the rails. <laughs> We can't be trusted. <laughs> Lord. Good thing we don't drink during these podcasts. God. <laughs> Just occasionally take an edible. Not this time, though. That was completely... Not while we were recording. Those were completely sober thoughts. <laughs> uh, One of these days, maybe we will record while we're high, and that will really be a danger. special time. <laughs> I'll have to edit it later and be like, what? happening what I, I there have been a couple times when i've taken an edible like before we start recording and then it started kicking at the end and i was like sound normal <laughs> sound normal <laughs> anyway steffi what is bringing you joy this week um i well i ordered your birthday present and i'm really it's very cute and i'm very i hope you like it i'm very excited about it um, I also, um, so there was, um, a sale on Hannah Anderson, which is like kind of bougie baby clothes. And I, they're like too, I wouldn't, they're too expensive to just for me to purchase for my child. Um, but they were all like half off and I was like, mm. oh, cute pajamas. And they had these cute mom and me outfits. And so we're going to do family pictures like later in the summer or the end of the summer and so I might have bought us cute little matching dresses that have like citrus on them and I'm very excited about it to make it very happy did you already prep your husband for the fact that you were having family pictures because he hates family pictures uh no I'm just gonna tell him that this is what's happening <laughs> and you know because we're gonna do it with Taylor and Jasper and Avery again um because Kathleen's gonna be in Chicago and so we're gonna in like over like Labor Day weekend so we'll go up there and kind of meet them, like, in Chicago and do the pictures or whatever. Um, no, but he does have several months to, like, get used to the idea and also figure out what he's doing with his hair. He'll he'll forget. Oh, I'll just have to yell at him <laughs> every day the month beforehand. It's fine. It'll be a tense, a tense morning at the Predmore household. <laughs> yes, it will be. I But you know what? Tough shit. <laughs> You can just get used to it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. We don't do family pictures every year. I don't think so. as the kids get older that we would probably... We probably won't do them every year as the kids get older. Because they change less. Yeah, they, I mean, we didn't really do them less. when they were... We did them when Max was little. But we never really did family pictures when we just had Reese. Yeah. Like, we would do, like... a. Like, I would set up, like, a Christmas photo with the three of us. Right. But, um, yeah, we didn't really do them. 
I don't know if it was as big as a, of a thing. Yeah. When Reese was little, as it is now, where everyone does it all the time. Yeah. Well, and, like, I even look at, like, our pictures from, like, last summer, and, like, mm. Aiden has changed so much. Mm. And I'm like, okay, like, I just... And Avery has to. I'm like, okay. Like, while they're this little and this cute, like, I, I do want to just, like, get... Especially... Well, and I think especially because, like, you know, the sisters don't live together. Like, having family pictures of the whole... Our whole little family is really nice. But yeah. would I would I do it every single year if it was just the three of us? Mm, I don't know. But when you add the birth family thing into it, yeah. it, like, adds a different dynamic. Mm-hmm. And I, I def Because there's things I definitely do because of the adoption and the and the open adoption that I probably wouldn't do if I had a bio kid mm-hmm. I'd be too lazy I'd be like I don't care <laughs> but like there's stuff I want to do like to preserve for her birth family so yeah you know anyway that's that uh what's bringing you joy um so my younger son goes to a low-income school and apparently they have this program through, I believe it's like through Scholastic, see, through the school or through Scholastic, I'm not quite sure exactly where it got started or how you could sign up because I would love to refer people to it to have them sign up, um, where usually, you know, older, like grandma type mm-hmm. age people send books to kids in schools Aww. and they write little notes to them and it's so sweet um, a couple of weeks ago, Max came home with a book and he was telling, and like a little cute little tote bag for his books. And he was telling us about it and he had a letter from the lady who like had given him oh, the books and it was so really cute. nice. And then yesterday he came home with a stack of books. Oh, they, wow. She sent him, it was like separate from the Scholastic one, I guess. I guess they can just send books whenever they want. Yeah. She sent him like a little book pen pal. Like, five books in a series, I guess. So he has, like, a huge stack of books to read now, and it's so cute. And I'm like, I want to write back to her, and I don't know how. (laughs) Like, I want to be a little book pen pal. I know. It's so cute. And I hope that um, everybody else that's – all the other kids that are, like, getting to participate, I hope they, like, get as much out of it as Max does because he's, like – he, yeah, he, I he loved reading. Yeah, because so. I was here when he brought home that one book. He was really excited about it. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if you, like, reach out to the teacher and you're like, if I wrote a note, can you, like, pass it along to... Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. It's lady? also, um, like, as we're recording, it's Teacher Appreciation Week, so I need to write her a, a note anyway. Yeah. So I think I'll also be like, I want to... Can we please tell this lovely lady, like, how sweet it is? Yeah, <laughs> that's so cute. Also, I would love to send books to children at books. It's right, like, how do I do like, this? Right, so I'm sure there's probably more than one program out there, but um, yeah, I think it's a really cool program, and that's awesome. It's really cute to see him get really excited about it. He's yeah. like, these are my books from. I don't want to like necessarily say your name, so he's like, these are my books from my book woman, Grandma Betty, Grandma Betty, <laughs> <laughs> Grandma Sue. Oh, I love it's it. Very, very sweet. That's that's adorable. Mm, books, yay! <laughs> that makes me happy too. Until next time, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to us on your favorite platform. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd rather stay in podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Bye.